0: Buddy, Welcome to today and welcome to Death Valley Girls Podcast. I'm Bonnie and I talk to heroes about what excites them and we also talk about the mysteries of the universe. This week's hero is my transcendental meditation teacher and LA director of the David Lynch Foundation, Lynn Kaplan. Before I met Lynn, I thought the goal of meditation was to levitate out of your body, like for real. Which I guess is shocking that that wasn't reason enough for me to stick with it. But it wasn't. I could never keep up a practice. I didn't know that meditation was exactly what I needed until I stuck with it for a few weeks. The longer I did it and the more I practiced, the more I realized the gift I was receiving was a thousand times better and cooler than floating out of my body. I was growing a safety and security being in my body I had never felt before. I cannot speak highly enough about a daily meditation practice. If you want more info on TM, I will link it in the show notes. Now, please welcome to your head and heart, Lynn Kaplan. Hi. Hi there. Thank you so much for coming to the podcast. Um, It's so good to see you and so exciting. I realize it's been a little over a year since I met you, um, which which is amazing. Um, And I guess I just wanted to tell you that you are on a Heroes podcast. Uh, Here we interview heroes about what they are heroic to us for. And you are a superhero, not like a superhero, but a superhero um, because of just who you are and also what you've taught me. Um, And I guess, can you tell everybody who you are real quick?
1: Sure, sure. Um, My name's Lynn and I'm the regional director of the David Lynch Foundation in Los Angeles. And we teach Transcendental Meditation to vulnerable and underserved communities in Los Angeles. And that includes veterans with post-traumatic stress, inner city families and uh, kids, uh, people in recovery. We work with women who've suffered uh, the effects of domestic violence, frontline health providers, and first responders. So it's really wonderful wonderful work.
0: Yeah, it's in um frontline workers including my old roommate and best friend who works in an ER and uh was on this podcast and um TM definitely changed his life. He's he's been like he hasn't missed a day since he started. I can't say the same, but <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's really incredible. I guess um I don't know how much anybody knows about it, but um, what I do know is that when I, I found my hero, one of my heroes did it. And I just was at a point where I needed something or anything. I was in a um, sort of like trauma state at all times. It was all my reactions were based from the opposite of what you want. It's a reactionary state from fear, which like seems categorically to be the opposite of how you want to react. And um, I had no idea really what meditation was, but I just knew I needed a break in my day um, from myself. And that's exactly what it was. And I guess, um, yeah, I guess, would you talk about how you found it out about it and how you started and all of that stuff?
1: <laughs> I just want to share with everyone that, One of my most delightful experiences teaching TM was teaching Bonnie. What? Oh yeah. Because you were so grateful right from (laughs) the start. You felt such relief really fast. And you were so grateful. And you're such a delightful human being. And so it was it was really a wonderful experience teaching you. Oh wow. I've taught way over three thousand people, so you're you're one of the star students. Oh my I God! I had to
0: I had no idea. Well, thank you so much. I I, I had no idea. Thank you. That feels really good because it did it, it. I I think before. Sorry to interrupt you, but I think I don't know if it's a Western thing or I'm just from the U.S., but we were never taught how to take care of ourselves or that anything within us could help us. So it's always about searching outside of you. And so you were the first person to kind of teach me this concept that, I mean, you're always with yourself, so you should be safe in yourself. And I had no idea. So yeah. Can you talk about how you found out about it and all all that stuff?
1: So I was 19 years old uh, when I heard about it and I had been an overachiever, perfectionist.
0: Ooh. <laughs> and yeah.
1: And so I That's understand hard. that state you were describing, becoming so stressed out that the brain goes into fight or flight. And then we're just off to the races, reactionary rather than responding. So I kind of got in that state. Because nobody can be perfect, right? And I was trying my hardest to achieve everything. And my sister was in Berkeley, California. Now, I was in the Midwest, St. Louis. Oh, cool. Nobody was meditating. I did not know one person (laughs) back then that was meditating. So my sister heard about kind of the state I was in. And she said, Oh, why don't you try transcendental meditation? And I just thought she was Miss Hippy Dippy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh yeah, right. Okay. But interestingly enough, you know, she was my big sister. So okay, I'll try it. And her her best friend had just become a TM teacher. Oh, cool. It's Maharishi. And wow. so her best friend came through St. Louis. And you know, sometimes when things are meant to be they just get organized. And so she came through St. Louis and taught me and my family TM. Oh,
0: wow.
1: And within three months, my whole life, I got my life back. That's Yay. how I would say it. Yeah, yeah, I got my life back. I got my voice. I always thought I was this shy, kind of shut down person. And yeah. I realized I wasn't. Wow. And I really felt confident, and got my voice. And so within a year, I became a TM teacher to wow. share other people.
0: That's so cool. So I guess that that's something um, that I did want to talk to you about is um, just this idea of something of of passing along um, this kind of gift. Like, I know it exists in all, all sorts of different ways, but um, do you feel like, that was, I guess, like that was your destiny to teach it? Or did you find that within yourself and then be like, I have to share this? Or how do you feel about that?
1: Okay, interesting. And you asked, I've even been pondering this recently. Um, Absolutely my destiny. Because from the time I was a little girl, I wanted to help people. And I was also seeking. I was seeking that place you talked about inside that nobody knows how to find. Yeah. And um, I was a real seeker, you know, and so it fit perfectly. Right. Um, so it was a way to really help people and answer some of those philosophical questions because the answers are inside of us a lot right. of
0: times. Yeah, no, I, I totally believe that they are. I think it's um, one of the worst parts of being a human experience is the, is the idea that it's not within you. And I think, um, just the disconnection from yourself, I don't know, I guess I wanted to ask you like, um, cause it's interesting. It's, it's, it's the easiest thing in the world. It seemingly is to sit with yourself, but it also is the hardest thing. And I guess, do you have any idea why that is like so hard for people? Yeah.
1: Yes. yes. So the answers are within as well as happiness, joy, creativity, intelligence, intuition, all the good stuff. It's inside, but we don't know how to go deep inside. And so if we just sit there with our eyes open or closed and we aren't transcending or going deep within, then we get caught in the God of mind it's like this little trap and you get in your mind and it just keeps whirling around and you get uncomfortable and you get anxious and but when you have a technique that'll allow you to transcend that busy active part of the mind and go to that quiet place then you can sit there then it's easy to sit there yeah Would
0: you agree with that totally i find i mean if i find it to be something that When I don't do it, it makes me more of the like wacky mind. And then that makes you think that it's not what you need to do is to meditate. But it's it truly like is to me the answer to everything. And I think on the last meetup that we had with all of the people, which was so exciting to just see other people because I did this during um, quarantine. So I hadn't really seen anyone else that does it. Um, And I guess uh, somebody was, you know, always the question is, well, how do you find the time? And I think you or the other uh, teacher was just like, well, how don't you find the time? Because it's the only thing that gives you like peace within the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. And I think that that was a major realization for me was that I thought that meditation was something that was like, it was when you were meditating, that was the important time or that's, that's what it was, but it was, it's what it does to the rest of your day. And it's, it's so weird how, um, and I was just watching something about time, which I think is so interesting, but, um, it changes how you relate to time. So, before I did it, like I couldn't, I'm a kind of person that can't sit anywhere for 20 minutes. I mean, for 15 minutes, honestly, and I would smoke cigarettes. So I never had tried to complete any thought or anything in my day. Since I was a kid, I would just be like, Oh, I don't feel comfortable. I'm going to go smoke. And it was never just to sit and be with it. So when there was this like, way to know how to sit it, it actually gave me what i needed to not have to get away from myself cuz you you can't get away from yourself and the farther you get away from yourself the farther you have to get back and it was it's just like truly amazing and and i guess i also want to say it's not like um this thing where you sit there and at least for me i'm sure it's different for everyone but for me it's never it's never always that I sit there and it's super easy and I'm like, oh, wow, this is bliss. It's it sometimes is super hard, but I like what you said. Um, and also something I want to talk about is you and the other teachers seem to have a little bit different ways of doing it, which I think is interesting. But you're you said really just like the clock, just the clock. It's 20 minutes like you. It's you just whatever happens in that time is your time of meditation. Um, And he was saying more stuff like, oh, I like to check the clock. And it's like, for me, I have to just set it and then like pretend that it doesn't exist. If I even think about checking it, it like that. I'll just think about that the whole time. Um, (laughs) And yeah, it seemed like he was a little bit more loose with like it having to be 20 minutes. He was like, if you go a little longer, I don't know. What do you think about like having different styles?
1: So there's really one style, but kind of different ways of expressing it.
0: Okay. The one thing
1: we say is decide on how long you're going to meditate and then go by the clock, not how you're feeling. Meaning, yeah. So if you decide, okay, I'm going to do 15 minutes, you're going to do 15 minutes. Yeah. Because it's a whole process. Yeah. So TM's a process. So I'm so happy you brought up this point. It isn't that you're deep inside the whole time. It's more like diving. And so you go in, you dive in, and then you come back up to the surface, so to speak, and you have lots of thoughts. And then you go, oh, yeah, I'm meditating. And then <laughs> you, you pick up the mantra again and take another dive. And so that's the beauty of TM. It's so natural, so free-flowing. The only way you can do it wrong would be to try or to focus. And the the trick is just to allow. So think the mantra, take it as it comes. Think the mantra, take it as it comes. And sometimes there's some release of some stress. And so some, some strong thoughts can come up some emotion, but that's releasing. It's literally unwinding from your system. So that's why I like to refer to TM as a process. And we just complete the process, come out, enjoy your day because you always feel better after you meditate. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Would you agree? I would totally agree. There's never a time where I was like, darn it. Why did I waste that time doing that? Um, and I guess another thing that I just wanted to say that I really liked how you said is that someone asked like, well, do I have to do it twice a day? And, and you're like, if you were given prescription medicine and said, do it, tw- take it twice a day, you wouldn't just take it once. And I think that just yeah. really sticks with me when I'm having like a hard time with whatever. Um, but yeah, I guess. Um, well, just be creative,
1: be creative in how you can weave it into your life. So don't make it a chore. Make it like the first one so easy. You can literally just sit up in bed and meditate.
0: Yeah. And
1: then you're good to go. Yeah. And then the second one, you just find some time and it could be any time where you're sitting comfortably with the eyes closed and then you just do it again.
0: Yeah. And so your experience, I guess I just am so, it's so amazing. And I I don't like you teach people every day. Yes. Um, That is so wild. And so you sit with people all day.
1: Well, yeah, I, that's, it's what I love. It is. isn't. I love it. I mean, this week so far, I've taught seven people. Wow. And. Oh my gosh. So five of them are mental health providers. Wow. Or the school district. Oh, cool. And I don't know if you've heard, but the second pandemic is the mental health pandemic. Totally. And so kids are really struggling, kids and families. So these ladies are on the front line helping people. And to give them this tool yesterday where they felt immediate relief, they felt like they were taking care of themselves. It's very, very fulfilling. And then today, I taught an actress, and uh, she loved it. She was so surprised by the mantra. I oh, really? People, yeah, people are always surprised by the mantra. She loved it. And then I taught another young lady with extreme anxiety, <laughs> And after her first meditation, her head was just back and she was relaxing. So it's so fulfilling.
0: Yeah, it's it's so fulfilling. It's so amazing, especially I also I I went to go to the um, to you guys before the pandemic. And um, our job is, you know, we're just we were gone every other month. So it wasn't really. I, I knew I, in my heart I couldn't commit, but I wanted the results. I think that's common is I wanted the results, but I didn't really want to do the work. And um, at first, like the cost, you know, I was like, oh, that's I don't know how. How would I use that money for that when I could use it like I could have a nice dinner sometime, you know, whatever. And uh, and I realized, though, that. Really, the way that you spend money, it's it's all it's all it's all a cycle is like spending money on this will kind of makes you money later. Like the decisions that, I know, it sounds whatever corny or something, but it's like being able to have time in the day, like to not be in a frenzy, there's no price you could really put on that. Like, right. um, and I think a lot of people right now, because of this other pandemic, I think most people hadn't maybe experienced trauma um, or not most people, but let's just say half of the people hadn't had trauma. And I think now everyone has faced it. Um, yes. And I think a lot of people are trying to find something just because they ha- don't know it's inside them. So there's all of these things popping off, like um, all these different kinds of therapies and stuff, which I'm, I'm all for people getting therapy in any way. But um, I just think that Uh, just for anyone that's listening and considering it, it's like the amount of money that it is, is the amount of money you spend avoiding it, I guess is the best way to put it. It's just, you know, it's like whatever, I can't drink anymore. I don't know what happened, but something happened where I just physically am like allergic to it. Um, This happened when I was sick, I came to you and I just like all of these weird changes happened. And I don't know if it was all just anxiety or whatever it was. But um, I, you know, used to drink uh for my job. I'd like to get drunk and make it not super drunk, but drunk enough to deal. Mm-hmm. Um And I didn't drink when we weren't working. But now once I couldn't drink, I was like, I need something else because I don't I don't want to rely on poison. And no offense to anyone that does drink. If it works, that's cool. <laughs> I wish I could. But it's like For me to have to rely on something that doesn't make me feel good later in the day is a really doesn't work for my job where you're just in a van all day traveling all day and um, you don't have time to put something in your body that's that dehydrates you that changes everything that is so you know it's just not great. So the idea of something that can replace that that's actually healthy I think um, is amazing. And I don't think people, you know, I think anything that has like a price or something, people don't realize you're paying that already. It's just not the way you think you are. And it, even with like cigarettes or something is I don't smoke. Cause I don't need that exit from myself anymore because I have a safe space and that space, uh, exists all day, whether or not I'm there. Um, and, and in that space, I also want to say, if this ask you, maybe if this is your experience, but when I'm meditating um, or when I'm doing it, it's just like the thoughts come and I'm like, oh my God, I don't need to think about that right now. Right now. I don't need to think about that. This is like for me right now. And I have to think about it later, maybe, but it doesn't matter right now. And it, it's just, it go. it's just not there. And like the cumulative effects of choosing when you think of stuff it doesn't mean the rest of the day I'm not like oh how am I going to say this to this person i you know i am still super stressed but it it makes me stronger to have time when i don't have to be um and yeah i guess um <laughs> and i guess for me just to speak about it uh, as like i have a lot of um, like ptsd which i wasn't aware of really, like I didn't realize that was what was happening. I just was like, just very scared of um, people and all these things. And yeah, just doing all these things to avoid that feeling, but it's all just medicine. If you don't change like the thing within, which is, um, is just incredible. And yeah, that's what it was for me. It's just like um, the antidote or something, you know? Um,
1: You're so conscious. (laughs) <laughs> beautiful. You're such a conscious, bright being, speaking truth. Oh, thank and you. I just, uh, if I could clarify one point. So, Please. during the meditation, as you know, if you're if you get off on thoughts, it's totally fine. But the beautiful thing is, you you do have a mantra. Yeah. To too, and that gives your mind an opportunity. Like you're saying, oh, yeah. go back to my mantra. Um,
0: but you far- use, go ahead. oh, sorry, but you use the best adjective. Do you, what is like you gently, or so what's the adjective you use to prefer innocently, the mantra? What's
1: innocently, that? Innocently yes. go back to the mantra. I love and that. I always tell people, you know, the easiest people to teach TM to are like 10 to 12 year olds because they aren't trying to have some meditative experience. You know, they just know how to let their mind wander and then come back to the mantra. And they have such a beautiful, innocent experience. So I tell people just, just come with that innocence. Yeah. And that's, it's such a simple, natural practice.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. And it's, yeah, i I think it's the most. I think having a practice or anything is obviously just so important. It for every reason, obviously. But it's like I like, yeah, innocently uh, innocently do that. But I guess can you talk a little bit about the actual? I know you talked a little bit about it, but a little bit about the David Lynch Foundation and like sure. what he does and stuff. Because I think that that obviously so. is exciting. <laughs>
1: So uh, the way we were introduced, I think, was for, through David or a friend of David yeah. Lynch's,
0: right? I mean, I don't know him, but I'm, you know, a huge Somehow, fan.
1: Somehow yeah. we were connected <laughs> through that. Uh, David Lynch is a famous um, director, an artist, and a creative extraordinaire. I mean, he's in music. He's just a super creative genius. And David Lynch started meditating at AFI, American Film Institute, gosh, maybe about 48, 49 years ago. Wow. And David has never missed a meditation. Why? He's practiced TM twice a day, every single day. He's never missed a meditation. Oh, my God. And... He's a really wonderful human being. But what's so nice about David is, David, when you meet him, he's so comfortable in his own skin. And I think that's one thing TM gives you, is that comfort within. And um, so anyway, about 17 years ago, David and Bob Roth, our CEO, decided to start a foundation. uh, And it's called the David Lynch Foundation for consciousness-based education and world peace. And so um, the technique itself, TM, is consciousness-based. It's allowing one to develop their full consciousness. So we all have consciousness, but to different degrees. Okay. And what we want is to become fully conscious. Because when we're fully conscious... There aren't boundaries anymore. We can fulfill our dreams. We can be good, conscious world citizens. And we can be coming from love and creativity and intelligence instead of fear and reactivity. So that consciousness is very important. And now David's actually focused on creating, helping to create world peace by creating these large groups of 10,000 people. Meditating together That's so around cool. the world, And so they're they're like peace generators. So yeah. you know you can have like a nuclear generator, right? Instead of that, we're going ten thousand people meditating together creates this amazing peaceful energy for that area. And David's working on this, and it takes a very conscious, visionary thinker to look outside the box. Yeah. Let's look for a solution and the solution to war is not more war. Right. It's creating peaceful individuals. Yeah. And leaders. We need peaceful leaders. Yeah. So um, it's so wonderful to work in a foundation with a visionary leader who sees the big, big picture. Um, So you know, when he, when David started the foundation, he just wanted to make sure any student anywhere in the world who wanted to learn TM would have access to it. So we're really focused on that. I'm a former high school teacher. Oh, cool. Oh yeah. I love, love working with kids and giving them this
0: tool. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, I didn't, I guess. Yeah. So about consciousness, I guess, can you um, describe what that is for anyone that doesn't know?
1: Consciousness is where everything comes from. Okay. (laughs) So in terms of uh, physics, the deepest area there is called the unified field. And that's where everything manifests from. But in terms of life, consciousness, there's an unbounded field of consciousness that's infinite potential. Cool. And that's what, I mean, you are a creative person, right? You're a musician. (laughs) That's where you tap into to get that inspiration, to get those new ideas. It comes from consciousness. And everyone has consciousness. Everything has consciousness. And as human beings, we have the opportunity to wake up unbounded consciousness in our awareness.
0: That's so cool. Is there like one consciousness that we all tap into or are we just beacons of separate consciousness?
1: Uh, It's all in how you look at it.
0: Okay, <laughs> yeah, <right>.
1: okay. <laughs> so in terms of physics, they are basically saying there is one unbounded field of consciousness, the unified field where everything manifests from. But that's kind of mind-blowing. Yeah. <laughs> because on that level, we're all connected. Everything's yes. connected. But in our regular life, we know, you know what? We know we're all connected because we can feel it. Yeah. When you walk in a room, nobody tells you how people are feeling. You can tell if there's been a fight. You can tell if there's this really sweet energy. We are all connected in that profound way. We all feel that. And, you know, waking up more and more consciousness allows you to be even more tuned in. Yeah. It's good to be tuned in.
0: Yeah. Well, I would say to that, that um, in a way also is on this journey I've had over the last couple of years, I feel like um, be, I found out I was sensitive. I didn't know. I thought I was super tough, but it turns out I'm super sensitive. And so I think another reason why TM is good is because once you start to find yourself super in tune with How other people are feeling it can be very overwhelming that's uh so having a like safe a safe place to go within that and be your own like strong ship in this sea of feelings and energies that maybe weren't completely because I feel like people I think trauma something about it and why a lot of like psychic or medium people have experienced it is when you have trauma, you become an expert of what's going on around you. You just are um, detective for any, any sign of any different little thing that's happening. And I think it, you, you work on that so much that you can become psychic and other things. And some people are just born that way. But for me, I felt like I had been working on it and I didn't realize I was like, oh my God, why am I feeling all of these ways? But it was like, it's not you. It's, it's just the, it's other people. And that, that felt very overwhelming um, at first, but I, I understand what you're saying. If everyone had worked into their conscious selves, it wouldn't be like a scary feeling because people wouldn't be buzzing around all like upset and reactive and, you know, um, right. but I do think at first it's a little overwhelming Yeah,
1: you need to understand it. You need to, but it is, it is one of our capabilities. Yes. So as human beings, we're just, we're hardly beginning to use our full potential. And so if you're a victim of trauma or a traumatic event, you don't want that to happen again. So what happens is you start honing that skill. And that Mm -hmm. skill is to feel where there might be danger. And who's safe and who isn't. That's fine. That's normal. And then what, what TM gives you is shock absorbers. That's wow. what it, it gives you a cushion. It gives you that, or like you might say, an anchor for yes. that ship so that it isn't caught in those big tidal waves of life. So it anchors you, but it also gives you shock absorbers so totally. that you can be sent. You don't want to shut that down. So you have honed an amazing skill, that sensitivity. Don't shut it down because it's going to pay off. It's going to yeah. give you great gifts. But TM gives you the, the cushion so that you can handle it.
0: Yeah, I that is, makes so much sense to me because we did we went on a tour in december and like a, like a big dum dum like i was just like i'm not you know i just stopped doing everything that was serving me for some reason i just was i just went into complete panic and dropped all of my things that were helping me honestly but i just didn't have any practice of any kind and um completely shut down and it it was horrible you know it wasn't it didn't work at all cuz um, when you go out into a scary new situation, um, you want to have, yeah, buffers or what, what's the word you said, the shock absorbers, shock absorbers, cause I did not have that. And it was, it was like being in, it was literally being in shock therapy is how I have described it. It just like, uh, was stunning and overwhelming the whole time. Um, and when I came back, it was good in the sense that i had i had burnt out all my fear receptors for the, for a while there was no i had no fear left. it was all um but i I was in a state of shock um and it was just it was really hard to get back and i think um, yeah, it's just I haven't been that great about um doing it, and it has had bad effects like I felt very like I always think about this, but that um Sometimes you feel like life is a river that you're in, and that that's bad for me. It's just being on a raft in a river. But and sometimes like you're the river or whatever. You're you're just, and it's like I've just been in this raft like hitting trees for a little while. And I'm excited. I'm so excited that I get to talk to you and and you know re re remember why why I like did this in the first place and 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 how how much it helped me Um, because I guess, I don't know, I'm sure it's probably normal for people to slip up every now and again, but. uh...
1: Absolutely normal, completely normal. (laughs) No big deal. You just get back, back on the horse, so to speak. You just, you just get back to it and take it easy. Um, What's beautiful about TM is you can always connect with your TM teacher. Yeah. (laughs) Get the meditation refreshed. It doesn't cost anything. And we're here to support you. Yeah. And um, one thing I wanted to bring out, because you brought up that river analogy.
0: Yeah. And
1: often people just feel they're a victim of circumstances, like they have no will. Um, And I just want to say, as we're meditating, we get so strong within ourselves and present. Did you notice that you started being more present? Because here's the thing. We are creating our future with every decision we make. We create our future. Yeah. And if we can make decisions from a calm, cool, collected, present place, we're going to make really good choices and go in the direction we want to go. If we're making decisions from fear and reactivity, it keeps us in the same old loop. You know how people will say, oh, I just have to keep doing this same lesson over and over. You don't have to. When you meditate, you can get rid of that old lesson, be present and move forward. And so the, the choice we have is to sit down, close our eyes a couple times a day and meditate
0: and then feel good yeah and i guess uh, i think that thank you for saying that because i think that that's what i needed to hear personally you know um but i guess yeah just i know you we already already asked you but like why why is it so hard to be present like why is it so hard to be present oh to be present Because it
1: isn't something we can do intellectually. So what happens is we have stress stored in our body. So we have past events. And what I'm referring to is trauma and toxic stress. And so when we have an overwhelming experience, it causes a stress response in the body. And that gets stored in the body. So then we're cruising along and we get triggered, right? Right. And when we get triggered, we're no longer in the present. When we get triggered, we're back to when that incident happened. Oh, wow. And then you're making decisions from that. Right. From that fear, from that trigger. What TM is doing, it's literally allowing the body to dissolve that trauma and stress that's stored in the body. And once that's unpacked, that thing doesn't get triggered anymore so you still remember the event, but you don't get triggered.
0: That's so cool. And that's
1: called liberation.
0: Yes, it is. That's the coolest thing in the world. Um, thank you so much for explaining oh, yeah. that because it's, that's been a big topic for me is, uh, or a, uh, something that I've just been struggling with the last few weeks is just, um, is not, sometimes is just when I'm not, Like, excited about the future, or I guess what I could say honestly is we just wrote a record, um, and we finished recording it. And I'll, I'll oh, congratulations! Thank
1: you, huge, huge,
0: yeah, yeah, I'll send it to you. But, um, oh, I love that, yeah. But so, basically, the concept of it is that, um, like, we channeled it from our future selves to help us now. And but also that our future selves um, will get to hear it. So that'll be exciting for them if we leave enough little things in it for that. We'll know no matter who we are, that we had made that in our past lives. (laughs) Um, So I just had like starting on January 1st, I just opened up. Like I just open any feeling, anything, everything just come my way. I'm writing. I'm a writer. Um, And and then once we had finished recording, I didn't close that. And I wasn't doing, practicing <laughs> anything good. So it's just like, I was just this open thing, flopping in the wind, just still grabbing every emotion, but I wasn't putting it down anywhere. Um, and, which was good because I got to such like a, a low place that I realized I can be a writer all the time. It's not just when we are making the record, but that I didn't realize that before for some reason. But yeah, so I guess hearing that is really um. It's really cool to know that there's, that I'm actually doing something to help leave things in the past, um, stay strong in the present, and that I'm helping the future me um, even just by being here. (laughs) So
1: So when you're, the next time you go, oh, should I meditate? I want you to remember it's creating, it's making a choice for the future you want to create
0: that's the coolest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> thank you so much. Well, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. Is there, I'm excited. We're playing the show with our new costumes, your shirts. Uh, we're going to wow. our new uniform. Um, I think that's in the middle of May. So I'm excited to send you those photos. Um, but is oh, there,
1: my gosh.
0: yeah, thank you. yeah <laughs> thank you. I'm. We're so excited. We love them. But what is there anything you want to tell um, everybody? <laughs> I'm just going to
1: tell everybody how lucky they are to know about you <laughs> and your band because you you really understand the truth. You're a oh deep, God. beautiful person with so much truth. And anybody is lucky to get to hear you. Wow. And do keep writing.
0: Thank you. <laughs> That's, I can't, I, I honestly, thank you so much. I think you're like, just the coolest. I thought when I met you, I was like, is she like a ballerina or a dancer? You just have such a like, big, like, um not, I don't know how to even describe it, but just the way when you see a ballerina, and they're just beautiful, big, like, um, forward moving energy person and i can't believe you like me honestly (laughs) so thank you so much
1: (laughs) it's funny i was a dancer
0: oh for real yeah oh cool yeah i mean i I guess i could just sense that but yeah you just it's like the grace of the upper half of your body most people don't have that and it's just the way you walk is really is so cool i was like wow (laughs) And we were all masked up and like pretty, you know, not our regular selves. So you, sh- you shine through super hard. Oh, thank
1: you. So did you.
0: Thank you so much. Um, well, I guess that is it. Uh, thank you for coming here and I will see you soon. Okay. Thanks for the opportunity.
1: Take okay. Care. Bye. Bye.